Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. The parable of the tenants is not one of my favorite parables. Um, it's not a real warm and uh, comfortable uh, parable. It's not like the Good Samaritan or, or um, the prodigal son. It's not like that. The parable was directed really specifically to the religious leaders of Israel. In the story, which you just heard, there's a master of the house who planted a vineyard, and he put some tenants in charge of it. Tenants or be like sharecroppers, right? They do the work and harvest the crop and then pay a share. They keep a share and give the rest to the owner. Uh, so, uh, but when the time came for the harvest, the tenants didn't want to pay up. They didn't want to pay the bill. So the owner sent representatives to collect. And he was patient about it. He sent several representatives several times. But the tenants became more and more reticent, really hostile. They beat some of the representatives that the owner sent. Says they kill some of them. And then they stone the others. When the owner finally sent his son, the owner thought, well, I know if I send my son, they'll listen to him. But no, they killed the son. They decided they wanted the vineyard for themselves. This is obviously a parable about Israel and God. God chose Israel to be a lot to the nations. He called the leaders of Israel to be shepherds of Israel, to tend to the people and to grow the kingdom. But the leaders didn't listen to his plan. They had their own plan. They didn't want to be a blessing to the nations. They just wanted to be blessed. They just wanted to be special. And God tried to change their minds for years, for centuries, tried to change their minds. He sent his word, sent his prophets. Finally, he sent Jesus to try to wake them up and come back into a right relationship with him. But they didn't want God's way. They wanted their own way. So God took the kingdom and gave it to the Gentiles. So that's the gist of the parable. That's the gist of it. But, you know, this, this parable raises questions for me. It's kind of puzzling in some ways. I mean, the obvious question for me after I read the parable was, why didn't the owners, I mean, why didn't the tenants just pay up? Why didn't they pay the bill? That was the deal. The truth that they knew was that the vineyard belonged to the owner. They knew that. They knew the deal. They knew the truth. The tenants were to tend the vineyard, pay the owner, and keep a share. 
That's how those deals worked. They didn't own the crop. They didn't own the vineyard. That was the truth. But at some point, they must have begun to feel that they didn't own the owner, owe the owner anything. Maybe they felt, well, we did the work. Why should he get any of the crop? Why should he own the vineyard? I mean, we've worked at it. We put our sweat and blood into the vineyard. After a while, maybe they felt like, we don't even need the owner. We can do this on our own. We'll just be our own owners. The truth no longer mattered to them. They felt and they believed that they were right. They decided they would just make their own truth. Now, obviously, I don't know what the religious leaders were feeling or thinking. How could I know that? We just have uh, the parable to look at, the parable that shows their actions, but whether or not they felt they could change the truth to, sit, to suit their needs, whether or not they felt that way. I know we feel that way sometimes. In this world today, if the truth makes you uncomfortable, just make your own truth. Make your own truth. I remember a man telling me one time he didn't feel like a loving God would send people to hell. I told him, that's what that John 3.16 verse is about, right? God loves the world. It's not, God's not angry. God is loving of the world. So he sent us so much that he sent his only son that whosoever believes could have everlasting life. God offered the choice for us. People can choose where they go. I told him, well, he told me at that point that I know that, but I just don't believe that that's true. God doesn't send, loving God doesn't send people to hell. And I told him, lovingly, I told him, well, just because you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not true. Recently, a woman said to me, this was just a couple of weeks ago, she said she didn't feel like Jesus was with her. She's going through a hard time. I don't believe he's with me. I don't think he cares. I told her, well, Jesus is with you. He promised he would be with you. He said, I'm with you always. And he said, I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Who are you going to believe? Jesus or your feelings? I knew a pastor one time who said, we shouldn't say Jesus is the only way to salvation. She felt like this was narrow-minded and bigoted. You shouldn't say that because people will be offended by that. The truth made her uncomfortable. So she came up with her own truth. You know, you've heard that truth, that false truth that people believe. There are many ways. What does Jesus say? I am the way. I heard two bishops one time say on a national TV program, 
that you can't take tw complicated 21st century issues such as human sexuality and judge them according to biblical texts written over 2,000 years ago. Today, today, we live in a time where if you don't like the truth or if the truth makes you uncomfortable, just make your own truth. That's what the culture tells us. People believe that the truth is relative. That just means everyone can have their own truth. The truth is whatever you choose to believe it is. And to me, that's like the craziest thing I've ever heard. I mean, if truth is truth, how can what you feel about it change it, right? Truth is the truth. Truth is the cornerstone of creation. The cornerstone of creation. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the truth. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus is the truth and his word is truth. We don't change the truth to fit our needs. The truth changes us. Amen. The truth transforms us. Trying to change the truth to suit our needs, feelings, or comfort zone will only lead to pain, guilt, and eventually destruction, just like it was for Israel. But if we accept the truth and allow the truth to transform our will to align with God's will, then we'll know the truth. And the truth will set us free. So what is truth? Jesus is truth. And his word is truth. The world may tell you, follow your heart. But Jesus says, follow me. The world says, be good to yourself. Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself. The world says, believe in yourself. Jesus says, believe in me. The world says, listen to your own truth. Whatever your own truth is, is, is good for you. Jesus says, I am the truth. The world says, as long as it makes you happy, it's okay. Jesus says, what will, it profit a, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? In the parable of the tenants, the tenants knew the truth. They knew the owner's will for them and for the vineyard. They just didn't accept the truth. They decided to change the truth and claim the vineyard as their own. They went their own way, apart from the owner's plan. The owner was patient. He gave them chances to change. But his patience eventually ran out. The parable of the tenants may be uncomfortable to hear, but it is the truth. The truth never changes. Yesterday, today, or forever. 
truth is truth. So today, I want you to ask, ask yourselves, look inside and ask, am I in a struggle with the truth somewhere? Am I in a struggle with the truth? Maybe your struggle with the truth is whether or not your relationship with Jesus is where it should be. Maybe you're denying that. Or maybe your struggle is with, is, uh, with whether to accept Jesus' truth about a pr particular sin that's going on in your life. Whatever your struggle is today, please know that the truth will eventually either come down hard on you or the truth, if you accept it, will set you free. My mom used to say, sometimes the truth hurts. The truth hurts. But if, it, if you accept the truth of Jesus, then he'll set you free. We pray today and ask Jesus to give you the courage and the faith to have the knowledge of his truth for your life and the power to carry it out. He'll give you the help if you ask him. That's his truth to you. Be transformed by the truth. Be set free by the truth. And brothers and sisters, Jesus is the truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.